The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Let us be inspired by you, be strengthened by you, that we will not remain the same again. In the name of Jesus. And the people of God shouted a louder, Amen. Oh, you can do better than that. Come on, the people of God shouted a louder, Amen. Hallelujah. Just a moment before you take your seat. Proverbs 4.18. I'm sure you know that text. The Bible says the path of the just shines brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. Like the shining sun or unto the perfect day, the King James says. Let's use the King James Version. If you can put it up for us on the screen. Because that's what we want to trust God for. Somebody declare, I'm pressing forward. That's what we're going to be teaching on. And it's God's plan for your path to shine brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Hallelujah. And that means you continue to make progress. I want you to just take a few minutes just before you take your seats. Glory be to God. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost for a few minutes for God to order our steps. We prayed that um, last Sunday. I think we need it at this time. Hallelujah. Can you just declare with me in the name of Jesus? I need to feel you and hear you this evening. No, in the name of Jesus. Actually, even before we pray, I'm quite impressed though, quite honestly, that you guys showed up today. Praise God. It's been a few weeks. So I had set my mind that if it's only the camera guys that are around, I'll be fine. I don't know whether that is a little bit of unbelief or something, but yeah. So let me look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad to see that you're here tonight. Say, you have encouraged me greatly. Say, now let me feel you. Let me feel you. As we pray, let me feel you very well. Now declare in the name of Jesus, I am advancing. I am making progress. I am pressing forward. My path shines brighter and better unto the perfect day in the name of Jesus. Can you just pray in the Holy Ghost for a few minutes? I want you to set your mind for progress. Set your mind for advancement. Set your heart and your mind to move forward. August will be better than July in the name of Jesus. If you are not able to make it down to church, you are connected online, pray along with us. August will be better than July. In fact, August will be better than January to July combined together. You will experience the grace and the glory that makes six months look like six years. In the name of Jesus, your path will shine brighter and brighter. Better and better. Sweeter and sweeter. Richer and richer. By the grace of Almighty God. Oh, shakata yala peke dosa. Unto perfection. Unto the perfect day. Unto the, the, the time where you are enjoying the fullness. The fullness of the glory of God. In every area of your life. In the name of Jesus. Ege dosa kata yala bagado kotosoto. Reketa sata yala pakata yala bege dede de. E yala Somebody lift your voice. Let's pray for just one more minute. My path shines brighter. My path shines brighter. My path shines brighter. God has thoughts of peace and not of evil for me. I'm moving forward. I am advancing. I'm pressing forward in every area of my life in the name of Jesus. Reketo sataka yagadaga tokata. Reketo soto pa yagade yalabababababababa. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Ayalabasata yalabrekedo sata. Thank you for progress. 
Thank you for advancement. Thank you for forward motion, forward movement. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can somebody shout out loud one more time? My path shines brighter. I'm moving forward in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You can welcome your neighbor one more time and then you can be seated in God's presence. Glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, it's no surprise to anyone that has been in church for any reasonable period of time that God's plan for us is to make progress. Just like this Proverbs 4.18 text tells us. That's what God wants for every single one of us. The God we serve, our Heavenly Father, is not the person that you come to or he comes into your life and he diminishes you. We don't have those kind of testimonies in scripture. Hallelujah. Everyone that God met in the scripture that is given to us as a pattern to follow, as an example, one of the major things we will see, one common denominator out of all of them, from Abraham to the last apostle in the New Testament, is that their lives moved forward. From time to time, they made progress. That's just the nature of God in his dealings with his people. He doesn't come into your life to keep you where you are. He doesn't come into your life to take you back. Hallelujah. He comes into your life to move you forward. And everything we get from God, if you think about it, whether it's his word you are talking about or his spirit you are talking about, or whether it's his grace you are talking about or his power, if you really think about it, when these things begin to work in our lives, one of the common things we see they do for everyone is to move you forward. Can you shout again, I'm moving forward. Hallelujah. It's God's will for every one of us. It's God's will for our church. It's God's will for humanity. I love the way John chapter 1 says it about um, Jesus. In, in him, um, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. And the word was life, and that life is the light of men. When you study that word, it talks about advancement. It's um, enlightenment. And that has been the testimony of the gospel all through history. Everywhere the gospel of Jesus has been, every people it has impacted, every nation it has been, they advanced. And that's why we can have hope for our nation. Hallelujah. And really, as a nation, we have advanced. Praise God. And if you're not careful, it's very easy to take that for granted. There are parts of the world that this light or the advancement or the illumination, it hasn't happened, even in this 21st century. There are parts of the world, they are still living like Genesis. <laughs> it's rare because thank God the gospel has gone practically to every part of the world it's very rare but you shouldn't just assume that forward motion or forward movement is just a fact of life, no no there are people that have gone down or gone back there are nations that have gone back or have gone down it's not always automatic. And that's why it's good from time to time to take a look at it. What makes it possible? We know it's God. And we know it's God's will for us. The path of the just is like the shining sun. And it's ever brighter. That talks of progress. That's God's will. And that will be our testimony in Jesus' mighty name. Let's begin tonight from Deuteronomy chapter 2. 
and I think we're, we're going to learn something powerful from the children of Israel and their journey um, through the wilderness again today because there's a particular dimension of advancement that God has put on my heart that we should believe him for and share on tonight. Deuteronomy chapter 2, as they were traveling um, through the wilderness, then we turned and journeyed into the wilderness of the way of the Red Sea. We're going to come back to the Red Sea in a moment. As the Lord spoke to me, as the Lord spoke to me, and we scattered Mount Seir for many days. So as they were journeying, and this is very important, um, God was always speaking to Moses. And I, want, I even want to lay that down. That's a very, very pivotal or powerful key about making progress, hearing the word of God. Moses did not have a map, and he didn't have Google Map or GPS. And it was a vast wilderness. How, how were they able to move? He heard from God. And we can bring that into our context and our reality today. You need a word from God, as the Lord spoke to me. And the Lord spoke to me, verse 2, saying, so he, he kept hearing. And if you read the whole chapter, that's actually how they were making, moving forward, making progress. The Lord spoke to me, you have scattered this mountain long enough. Turn northward. Hallelujah. And this is just a reality of life. Sometimes you find yourself is like you are stuck on a spot. You've not been able to make much progress in a particular way. But thank God his word can always come to us. Somebody say, I receive the word of the Lord. I can hear you say, this season, I receive the word from God. I receive direction from God for me to move forward. Hallelujah. So it's from Moses receiving a word from God, receiving direction from God. That's how they were able to navigate that wilderness. And that's more or less like a giving. But I want us to look at something powerful again. If you read this old chapter, it looked like smooth sail until when they came to kings or territories that now resisted them. Where they had to fight. And that really brings me into one of the things we want to talk about because we are not just talking about moving forward in this series. We are talking about pressing forward. Pressing forward. Because from time to time, in our journey in life, we will come just like children of Israel. I mean, if you read this chapter 2, they were just going, going. Then they now go to some kings that resisted them. Now, it's still the same MO. God had to tell Moses. In fact, God did not tell Moses, go and attack this king. I have given you his territory already. And the children of Israel had paused because it wasn't as easy or straightforward as the other motion they had before, even though they were hearing from God. But now it required a fight. There was resistance. And really, in this teaching... That's what I want us to really look at. It's easy when you're talking about moving forward where things are going as you planned or as you thought. I mean, you're a believer, you're hearing from God, you have direction. But what happens even though you're still hearing from God, there's one king or there's one giant that is now standing in your way. How do you deal with that? And that's really what we want to look at. Philippians chapter 3 Verse 13, let's start from verse 12. I believe what Apostle Paul was saying here is very, very important. And to Apostle Philippians 3, verse 12, he said, Not that I've already attained. Glory, glory be to God. Not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected. But I press on. So we are not just going to be emphasizing forward motion. We want to emphasize pressing. Pressing. There's a lot going on in our world. 
There's a lot going on in our nation that ordinarily we want to stop us in our tracks. Whether we are talking about the economy, whether we are talking about all manner of challenges, not to even talk about spiritual things. There's a lot going on that um, it's like something trying to hinder us to make progress and to advance. But the way to deal with it is to press. And that press that Apostle Paul was talking about here, it's an attitude. Somebody say attitude. It's an attitude that makes for progress. said, I have not attained, in other words, I have not arrived at that perfect day that I know God has guaranteed me. I've made progress. I'm not where I used to be. I mean, it's a given. When God met Paul on the road of Damascus, it was someone that was persecuting the church. Compared to the apostle that is now writing epistles that he is today. He said, I've not attained, but I press. Somebody shout, I press. Yes. Hallelujah. That I may lay hold for that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. There's a purpose for which God saved me. God laid hold of me. God has brought me to where I am. There's a plan. But it often takes a pressing. Somebody say pressing. Yes. Hallelujah. Brethren, I did not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Hallelujah. This is a big part of the attitude. Reaching forward for those things that are ahead. I press. That's how you reach for the things ahead. That's how you move forward. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. Put a pause here. I'm going to come back to this text. Hebrews chapter 6. I just want to quickly say something here. I love what Paul said here in Hebrews chapter 6. Forgetting those things that are behind. Hebrews 6.1. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles. This is talking about spiritual progress now. So, whether we are talking about moving forward spiritually, moving forward financially, moving forward emotionally, moving forward any aspect of life. Leaving the discussions of the elementary principles of God. Let us go on to perfection. Again, this is just the plan of God. Progress, advancement, hallelujah. But it requires us to leave what is behind, praise God, and move on to what is ahead of us. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of doctrine of baptisms. He mentioned things here. But what he was dealing with here was spiritual progress. Can somebody declare I'm making spiritual progress? I'm making financial progress. In my business, I'm making progress. In my career, I'm making progress. In every aspect of my life, I am making progress. There's an attitude that makes that happen. It requires us to leave where we have been before. And it requires us to press. Glory be to God. Onto what is ahead of us. Can I hear you say, I press, I press. Glory, glory be to God. Philippians 3 once again. So Paul said here, um, forgetting those things that are behind, leaving elementary principles. You will see that it's, it's both, whether it's spiritual things or generally speaking, it's still the same attitude and the same mindset. It's that mindset I really want to deal with today. Verse 14, please stay with me. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I'm, I'm pressing towards something. And then he says here, therefore, verse 15, let us as many as are mature have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, if you are not thinking like this, God will reveal even this to you. God will renew your mind. Hallelujah. Or God will help you renew your mind. Nevertheless, to the degree you have already attained, 
let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of what? The same mind. That's what I want us to deal with tonight. What is the mindset that makes advancement possible? What is this pressing mindset? And particularly when there's resistance. Really the teaching we need is when there's resistance. When there's resistance. Every normal human being wants to move forward. Hallelujah. In fact, it will be a problem, mentally speaking, if somebody just, I don't want to be better this year than I was last year. Nobody is like that. But there's a mindset, there's an attitude. Apostle Paul was teaching about that, that makes it possible. That makes us to press. I want us to look into that briefly tonight. Glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Let's look at this text again before I get into where we're going to land finally. No temptation, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except... So I want to say this. God gave me this scripture and he told me to announce it against someone. There's no temptation, no resistance, no problem has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And I, I really want you to personalize what, I'm, what we are talking about tonight. It, it doesn't really matter what you are going through. It doesn't really matter what you are faced with. You can move forward in that thing. It doesn't matter how long it seems you have been stuck. One year, five years, ten years, no. There is no temptation that has overtaken. So this is something that has really built a roadblock in your path. But it's common to man. God is faithful. Hallelujah. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with that temptation, God will also make a way of escape. That's how you are going to move forward. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. I will, it will make a way of escape that you are able to bear with or you are able to deal with it. He will make a way of escape. So, there is nothing anyone is faced with. There is no mountain. There is no problem. There is no issue that if you will come to God and trust God and believe that God will give you progress in that area, God cannot find a route for you to escape and continue to move forward. Can I hear loud amen? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. In fact, sometimes what the scripture teaches is that God actually even permits us to be in these situations because God wants to get glory out of that situation in our lives. God wants to use you as an example. We're going to go back to Moses, the children of Israel and the Red Sea again. That's what the Bible actually said. They were in a situation where, first of all, they had been stuck for hundreds of years. They were in captivity in Egypt. But God was now, God had now come, okay, the time has come for you people to move forward. I'm going to take you out of Egypt. I'm going to take you to a promised land. And when they eventually left, after the 10th plague, when they left, the Bible said Pharaoh still followed them. But one thing you will see in the story, the Bible was telling us that it was God that was actually hardening the heart of Pharaoh and the children of Israel. That it took 10 plagues <laughs> for God to bring them out. It was God that was hardening Pharaoh's heart. I mean, nobody is that stubborn. <laughs> Do we have to kill your children before you let my people go? <laughs> it wasn't just a normal thing. It was God that was actually hardening Pharaoh's hearts. So what am I saying? Sometimes the things we are faced with, the challenges we have, um, God permits them. It's, it's a bit disturbing to, to understand some of these things, but God permits them. Because of what he knows he wants to do, to get glory. This is not just even an Old Testament, it's a New Testament thing. 
Jesus dying on the cross, God permits it. At the prince of this world, no, they will not have crucified the Lord of glory. So, God, please understand this, and I, I want you to try and practical, practicalize it to where you are. There is nothing, like that scripture said, there is no temptation that has overtaken you that God cannot make a way of escape for you. It simply means, in the light of what we are taking tonight, that look, God can bring you out of that situation and you can continue to move forward. That's what we have available to us. Hallelujah. And that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. All right. With all that at the back of our minds, Exodus 14. This is where we want to go. Exodus chapter 14. I want to give us three things that will help us shape a mindset, um, develop a mindset. Bible tells us, don't be conformed to this world, but be renewed by the transforming of your mind. Then you'll be able to prove what is the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. We've established that the will of God is for us to make progress. That's what God wants for you. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you are going through. It doesn't matter how long that issue has been. Hallelujah. God is able to make a way of escape for you. Glory be to God. If God could bring the children of Israel out of Egypt, hallelujah, and get them into the promised land, glory be to God, God can help you make progress no matter what you are going through. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? We just need to trust him. We need to recognize that there is nobody that God comes into their life and God is involved in their life that their life will not move forward. Oh, can I hear a loud amen? amen? God will make it happen. You may not know how it's going to happen. That's okay. But God can help you press forward. If you will develop the right attitude, the right mindset. Praise God. Exodus 14, verse 1. Let's start from there. Now the Lord spoke to Moses. I already established this. You see, this was on their journey. And this is the pivotal or the primary thing. Just hear from God. The whole process. Moses, in fact, if you read most of the chapters in Exodus, in the book of Exodus, practically every chapter, verse 13, chapter 13, then the Lord spoke to Moses. Chapter 12, then practically all those chapters. Moses was able to help the children of Israel navigate their journey and kept them going forward, going forward, going forward, going forward, moving forward against all the odds because he could hear from God. And I, I want to tell everybody, make sure you are based from that. You are someone that your life is based on the word of God. You are living by the word of God. The written word and the one he spoke to you. It speaks to you. So vital if you are going to be able to press forward. Hallelujah. This is for me tonight. This is just point zero. This is just basic. Glory be to God. The Lord spoke to him. Speak to the children of Israel that they turn and camp before Pi Hiroth. Anyway, he gave them direction. And this was how they journeyed. And as they were making this journey, Pharaoh now, like God was operating, hardening his heart. That's what the, the story said. I don't, I don't want to get into that. And Pharaoh now decided we're going to go after them. I know you're familiar with the story. We're going to go after them. And it got them to the point where they were now pegged before the Red Sea. So the children of Israel, they had traveled, they had left Egypt. They were facing the Red Sea, impossible road. They couldn't go forward any longer. And behind them was the army of Egypt coming after them. They couldn't go back. They couldn't go forward. Interesting story. Typical children of Israel, wilderness people. They already started complaining to Moses. Ah, there are no graves in Egypt. Why did you bring us into the wilderness to die? Look at our neighbor and say, I hope you are not like that. <laughs> 
Isn't this what we told you? I mean, isn't this what we told you before we left? Ah, we, we, we are okay. We are okay being slaves. We are okay suffering. Because of the way the situation had turned around. Obviously, they did not have the mindset to make progress and to press forward. Particularly when they... See, this was now obstacles. Before them was the Red Sea. Behind them was the army of Egypt. Of Egypt. Glory, glory be to God. Verse 13. I want to give us three things here that we need to build this. If we are going to make progress, we are going to move forward. I think these three components will help us to build the mind. Build the mindset or shape the mindset that will help us to move forward. Particularly when there are obstacles. Particularly where there are serious obstacles. Red Sea in front of you. Children of Israel behind you. Three, three things that I think we need to, be make, to make sure that we are renewing our minds with. Verse 13, we see the first one here. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. The Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power. And of a sound mind. Do not be afraid. You seem stuck. Perhaps financially with all the economic things that are going on. You've done everything you know to do. You want to press forward. You want to make progress. You want to advance. You need to know that God can help you to go forward. I always say this, where there are no more options in the natural, for the believer, you see, have options with God. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. And even if you are pegged between the Red Sea and the army of Israel, everywhere you turn, it's like one obstacle, one resistance, one blockage trying to hinder you from making progress. If you are going to have the mind, hallelujah, and the attitude that will help you to move forward, do not be afraid. And I'm sure all of us can speak from experience. That's easier said than done. Am I right or am I right? But it doesn't change the word of the Lord. Do not what? Be afraid. Learn to use scriptures to encourage yourself. There is no temptation that has befallen you that is uncommon to man. God can still make a way of escape. Red Sea in front of you. Pharaoh's army behind you. God can still make a way of escape. Do not what? Be afraid. Learn to rest. In fact, that's what he told them. He didn't use the word rest, but if you understand scripture, that's what he said. Do not be afraid. Stand still. See the salvation of the Lord. Which he will accomplish for you today. Somebody shout today. Hallelujah. And we pray this a lot and it's so powerful. To, when you are in a situation like this, you are trusting God to press forward. The Egyptians which you see today, you shall see again no more. See, it was allaying all their fears. Calm down. Can you help me tap anybody and say, calm down. Do not be afraid. And he was speaking all these things to them. Relax. Stand still. You will see the salvation of the Lord today. These Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your what? Peace. Do you know how to hold your peace? In, in the midst of a storm. Glory be to God. When you are faced with resistance, when there's problem left, right and center, when you don't seem to know what. The interesting thing, I love this text a lot. Moses didn't know what to do. This was just faith at work. He didn't know what to do. 
And you will always meet with situations in life on your journey to that perfect day where resistance will, Red Sea kind of resistance. Army of Israel kind of resistance that you may not know what to do. But even in that kind of situation, if you're going to have a mind that will make for progress, there's a way of escape. God knew the way of escape. In fact, like I said earlier, God was the one that hardened the heart of Pharaoh. It's so important to understand this. God said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. There's no temptations that has been you that has not come unto man. I know what you are going through. It's not going to cost me anything to bring you out. You need to learn to start thinking. All this is still mind renewal. Setting your mind ready. God knew what he was going to do, but he had not told Moses. At least as a verse, what verse are we in? Verse 13 and 14, he had not told Moses. <laughs> he told him two or three verses later. But he didn't tell him. He didn't tell him in verse 1. The word of the Lord that came to Moses in verse 1 did not tell him what he was going to do in that situation that day. So this is where you, you, that point about staying on the word, hearing from God, that's just basic zero. Point zero. That's, how, that's lifestyle. But they had now come to the point where they could not go forward, they could not go backward. They needed to press, but naturally speaking, there was no way they were going to press naturally through the Red Sea or press through. They needed the hand of God. But Moses understood, don't be afraid. We are in a tight spot, we are cornered, we don't know what to do. Don't be afraid. Can I hear somebody shout tonight, I will not fear. No matter what is before me. No matter what is behind me. I'm not hearing somebody tonight say no matter what is chasing me. You see, I am focusing on the mentality here. This was faith at work. But you need to allow your faith to help you renew your mind. Moses had the presence of mind. I can't afford to fear now. And I'm telling somebody tonight, I don't know what it is before you, the mountain or the sea or the temptation, whatever you want to call it, you cannot afford to fear. Not at this time. Hallelujah. Number two is very easy. And it's easy to do number two when you do number one, pray. So instead of fear, pray. Pray. You know James chapter 1. If any man lacks what? I can't hear you. Maybe you should read the text again. Let him ask of God. Uh-huh. And God will give to you what? He will upbraid not. Let, let's read that text. James 1 from verse 5. James 1.5, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without what? Reproach. So ask, pray. 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 And pray from a place where you are not afraid. Pray with a heart that is assured and filled with the promise. Look, it's easier said than done, but thank God it can be practiced and it can be lived. This is the life of faith. Army of um, Egypt pressure you on this side, Red Sea pressure on this side, refuse to fear. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God exactly for what, what do I need to do. And you keep asking in faith, somebody shout faith, until you download that wisdom. Let him ask of God who gives liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. It will be given to you. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? But ask in faith. This is what we are talking about. Not doubting for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from God. He is a double-minded man. It's the state of your mind. It's unstable in all, all his ways. So train yourself, and you see, there are times where you will find yourself reacting in fear. You've been there before. Reacting in fear doesn't mean you should condemn yourself. You've called, okay, I, I'm, I'm not supposed to be afraid. 
And the way you deal with it is the word of God. That's what Moses was saying. Stand still. Today we'll see the salvation of the Lord. Listen to a message that stirs you up and encourages you if you have to. Go back into the Bible. God will fight your battles for you. Hear, hear songs. Watch that. God will fight for you. The Egyptians you see today, you, he was just speaking to them. And that's how you drive out the fear. <laughs> Can I hear loud amen? The fear was palpable, but you need to know how to deal with it. And your mind must be trained to be able to function like that under pressure, where, where there's resistance. Look, there, there's progress we make where we are praying, we are, we are living by the word, we are serving God, we are doing things we need to do, and we are making progress. That's beautiful. But from time to time, you will hit resistance. And that's where you need to press. If there was no resistance, there's no need to press. Sir. How do you have the mindset that can press so that you can move forward, deal with the fear, and then ask God for the wisdom? Now, in that text, back to Exodus 14, you will not see that the Bible told us per se that Moses prayed. But if you know how to read between the line of scriptures, you will know Moses prayed. In fact, more importantly, Moses was a prayerful person. And it's as we follow the story that you will know that when Moses was encouraging, and there's leadership lessons here, but there's also a faith lesson here. When he was encouraging the people, it's not like he himself knew what to do exactly. He didn't know. But he believed God. Hallelujah. See, we talk about knowledge, we talk about revelation, we talk about wisdom. And this is why oftentimes in church we also talk about trust. Somebody shout trust. What Moses had here was trust. His faith wasn't resting on revelation. There was no revelation at that moment. His faith wasn't resting on wisdom. The wisdom had not come at that moment. It was resting on, I trust God. He has brought us this far. He will not abandon us. Hallelujah. The one that brought us out of Egypt. He did the first plague, the second plague, the ninth plague, the tenth plague. If God was not going to help us, he wouldn't have done all that. It's not now. You see, this is how you, 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 you speak to yourself. Even when you don't know what to do. Trust. And you, you train your mind in these things. Am I talking to somebody tonight? Quickly. Before our time expires, verse 15. And then the Lord spoke to Moses. Why? This, this is how we knew Moses was praying. So, on one hand, <laughs> I love the way someone said it the other day. If they, if they could show the picture, act the film, Moses was telling people, stand still. You will see the salvation of the Lord. God, I beg. God, I beg. <laughs> he didn't say God, I beg. But he was praying. And he was obviously praying the prayer of faith. And sometimes in leadership, whether you're talking, you're um, head of a family or head of a business or something, sometimes you have to do that. But because he was connected to God and he was God, why are you praying? And it was then, and this is how we knew he was praying and was asking for wisdom. The wisdom now came. The wisdom now came. But this is the thing I want us to see about this wisdom, please. So the, the first point is what? Just, we are looking at three things. Number one, talk to me, somebody. Number one, number two, pray. This is the third one, and this is so vital. This is so vital. And again, I'm talking to someone that is stuck. You are stuck. There's a Red Sea before you. There's Israel, um, army of Egypt behind you. Resistance. You are pressing. He said, as many of us as my church should have this mind. There's a mind. There's a mind. There's a mind. Look at what Apostle Paul said to, to the Philippians. He said, I reach, look at what he said, I reach for the upward call, the high call. Of God in Christ Jesus. What, what I'm trying to lay hold on. Something supernatural. Something beyond the natural. Something I've never experienced before. Sometimes those are the situations we find ourselves in our journey onto perfection. I believe this third thing that Moses did here, or the lesson we learn here is so vital. Have a mind that is open to possibilities. 
have a mind that is open to possibilities. If we are believing God for wisdom, and we will need it, the wisdom God will give us at times, it will not be something you are used to. Have a mind open to possibilities. I think I was talking about this one of our prayer meetings earlier this week. Nobody had ever had before Exodus 14 that the Red Sea can part and that people can travel through that Red Sea. Perhaps if they told somebody in 2023, oh, okay, like God did for Moses. Hey, there was no reference here. There was no reference here. What God was going on. And this is not even just peculiar to Moses. Look at so many of the miracles we, we, we talk about a lot in church. The widow woman that her husband died. And she came to meet the prophet. Ah, they are coming to seize my children. What am I to do? Go and borrow pots. Take the oil you have and begin to pour. Have a mind open to possibilities. Who would have thought? When he first asked her, hey, what do you have in your house? She said, I have nothing. Oh, but a pot of oil. Who would have thought is that oil that, that could solve the problem? The widow of Zarephath, she came. I only have just a small meal and small. I'm going to cook for my son and we are going to die. Have a mind open. These are people that needed to press. They were between a rock and a hard place. But a wisdom was going to come. Make for me first. You can say it this way. Have a mind open for miracles. I believe we miss out on miracles a lot. Because Paul said... There's a mind. There's a mind that's, that's open to miracles. Look at the way the story reads. Please, this is so important. Verse 15. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? God was even rebuking him. Tell the children of Israel to go forward. What we are talking about. Tell them to go forward. But, lift up your rod, stretch out your hand over the sea, and divide it. <laughs> now, Moses was a seasoned miracle worker. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. So, I guess, I mean, this is the same road that he told me to stretch over the sea and the seed became blood. This is the same road that he told me to do that the flies came, the frogs came. So, but the point still remains, he had never seen this before. Lift up your rod, stretch out your hand over the sea, divide it. <laughs> And the children of Israel will go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. There is no temptation that has befallen you that God cannot make a way of escape from. But do you have a mind? And can we train our minds? Can we train our minds? And you know, God taught Moses for this kind of mind. When God met him in the wilderness on that mountain, the, the burning bush, and God was trying to get him to go on the journey, God had to train him. What's that you have in your hand? Drop the rod. Start from there, became snake, pick it up. Put your hand in your bosom. It became like a you know, All that was training. So, yet God can train us. But my point is tonight, as we get set to close. Sometimes in our journey to make progress, to press forward, when there's resistance, hallelujah, it's going to take God to do the miraculous, but we need to have a mind that is ready for it. Notice what God told Moses here. Now, we know it was God that parted the sea. In fact, when you read it, um, if you read the account of how the Red Sea parted, let me read that part to you. I want to compare when, when the Red Sea parted and when God told Moses. Just look at the way the story was written. Verse 21. Then, please watch this. Watch verse 21. And I'm going to juxtapose that to verse 16 and 15. When the, then, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong wind all that night and made the sea into dry land and the waters divided. You see that in verse 21. Look at what the Bible said in verse 16. Lift up your rod, stretch out your hand over the sea and you, Moses, divide it. God didn't say I'm the one that, you're the one that I want you to do it. 
But Moses had this mind and it had been trained. It was open. So Red Sea can part. Ah, okay. Maybe you're the one that killed the firstborn sons. Let's see you do it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. God told me to tell someone tonight, have a mind for, set for possibilities. Go back to that Philippians 3 and then we'll close there. Look, li, li, look at what Paul was. And this is what Paul was really dealing with. Philippians 3 again, verse 13. I believe this is what it meant. Let me read verse, from verse 15. Therefore, let us as many as are mature have this mind. Praise God. The mind to press forward. And said, if, if anything you think otherwise, God will what? Reveal it to you. God will train you. God will show you. But start from where you are. Praise God forevermore. And God will do amazing miracles in your life in the name of Jesus. God will part red seas for you in the name of Jesus. But have a mind. Hallelujah. Have a mind ready for possibilities. Glory be to God. Can we rise on our feet? Let's, let's close tonight. Let somebody declare, I will not fear. I will, I will not fear. Glory be to God. I will not fear. And I have a mind ready for possibilities. If God was to work a miracle for you tonight, will your mind be able to accept it, somebody? Hello? Let me say that again. I want to ask again. If God was going to do a miracle for you in an area where you seem to be stuck, will your mind be able to receive it? Am I, can, am I talking to somebody? Remember when Jesus was about to feed the 5,000 and he told the disciples, you, um, what do you have? Bring it to me. And out of the little they had, the Bible said he gave thanks to God and he began to multiply the loaves and the fishes. It looked as if they were stuck. <laughs> Glory be to God. But God made a way out of no way. And tonight, we're going to believe God for that dimension of the miraculous. I declare over you, lift your hands to heaven. We're going to pray. In every area where you seem to be stuck, in every area where you seem to not have enough, all you have, two loaves, five fishes. May the miraculous God make a way of escape for you in the name of Jesus. May God drop a wisdom in your heart that will unlock possibilities out of every impossibility in the name of Jesus. May you see the way and the path to follow for you to press forward in the name of Jesus. May what looks like a dead end, may God turn it around for you and you see an open door in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, lift your hands to God and just begin to pray. Have a mind ready for possibilities. With God, all things, all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. I don't know what it is that you may be faced with at this time, in this season. But I hear the Lord say, it's time for you to press forward. It's time for you to move forward. And one of the things you will need is a mind that is open to possibilities. Open to possibilities. And want you to pray and just trust God for a miracle in this season. A miracle in this season. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00640.